Can you give me an example of a good intro? Hello, welcome to Podwell, the podcast that answers questions about podcasting. I'm Terry Lydon, Vice President of Sales and Marketing at Rivet360, and I am here to ask our experts your questions. We get this question from all of our new clients, and I have asked Rivet360's Vice President of Editorial, Charlie Meyerson, to answer it for us. Charlie, before we get to the submitted question, I'm actually going to take a step back and I'm going to ask you, why are podcast intros important? Like, what's their purpose? You know, the intro to a podcast is much more important than the intro to uh, a radio show, for instance. The odds that people will tune in to the start of a radio show at the very top of the hour or five minutes after the hour, if there's a network newscast, are slim to none. People tune in when they to radio whenever they get around to tuning in. But in a podcast, as we've preached at Rivet from our origins almost a decade ago, it's always the top of the hour. When people press play on a device, they are ready to listen. But they also have an infinite number of other choices. The same telephone or tablet or computer that brings them your podcast can also bring them Netflix, can also bring them an infinite library of music from Pandora or Spotify or Apple Music, whatever. And you have to be interesting because otherwise they may not stick around. The, the competition, as we say, is a is a tap or a swipe away. And they are there at the beginning of your show, but they won't make it to the end if the beginning doesn't give them a compelling reason to keep listening. That is a perfect segue into the actually submitted question. Can you give us an example of what you would consider to be a good intro for a podcast? I recommend an interesting word or phrase or sentence about your guest, followed by an even more interesting excerpt from the conversation people are about to hear, followed by identification of the guest, the show, the podcast, and you, the host and then proceeding to let the interview unfold from its beginning all the way to its end, if you're doing an interview podcast. Even so, though, I, I recommend that you know you find the most interesting words or phrases or sounds possible in that whole podcast and find a way to get them in the first you know, 10, 15, 30 seconds of the podcast so that people's interest is peaked and they say, oh, I want to I hear how that happens or why that is part of this show. So you just said most interesting words. Do you have proof that focusing on that and and spending the time to identify what those most interesting words are, do you have proof that putting that at the intro really does impact listening? Well, you know, we, we've put it on the shelf, but uh, in the very early days of, of Rivet, we had what I consider still to be groundbreaking metrics where we could look at every piece of content, every story that played through our app, every newscast that played through our app, and look moment by moment and see what percentage of people who began listening to a podcast at the beginning made it all the way to the end, whether 100% made it or 50% made it or 30% made it. 
uh, how many listened for the first 30 seconds, how many listened for the first minute. And uh, while uh, Rivet has uh, since turned off those metrics, they certainly supported the concept that people don't get to the end of something unless the beginning is riveting. Knowing that that interview or panel discussion might not go exactly as you had planned, there might be a story that's told that you weren't planning on your guest telling, or there might be some revolutionary news that just came out during a panel discussion. Do you script your intro prior to the event, prior to the recording? Or do you, after you hear what's happened, go back, then script your intro and record it after the recording? I recommend that before a show begins, both because it's labor saving and because it's it's good programming, that a host script an intro that theoretically can be augmented with the soundbite that is to come from the interview that is about to be conducted. But then if the intro that the host has concocted needs to be tweaked, I'll go back and recut that first sentence or two and insert a cut that is more appropriate or more engaging than the one you thought you'd get. Ideally, though, it's less editing. You, you, you go through and you, you get the cut that you want, the teaser cut, as I call it, and, and put it right after that opening sentence. And there's no more re-recording necessary. The host doesn't have to go back in the studio and, uh, and things unfold as people had hoped. Do you have an example of maybe one of your favorite intros that we could take a listen to? Funny you should ask, Terry. I do. Here's one of my favorites. Peter Sagal is the host of NPR's incredibly successful show, Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. But I hate the title of my radio show. <laughs> I have always hated the title of my radio show. You know what else he hates? The place where he works. Navy guy. Pier. It's beautiful. It's lovely. It's on the lake of wonderful Pier. I'm Charlie Meyerson. Those are just two of the revelations that emerged when Peter Sagal and I met on stage as part of the Wednesday Journal newspaper conversation series. So was this intro what you had scripted prior to your conversation with Peter? In this case, uh, no. Uh, this is something that I didn't anticipate because I had no idea that Peter would be as hostile as he was to his place of employment or the name of his show. But reviewing the whole interview, which was conducted on stage before a few hundred people, I thought that those certainly were engaging and funny remarks. And, uh, and so I went back and recut an intro that accommodated those, those cuts and then led on to the, the full interview as it unfolded on stage. So then the, do you have any concerns then since this intro was recorded in a different time. Did you have any concerns about having like different audio quality or different audio texture between your intro and the recording itself with Peter? No, I mean, again, and, and I'm not sure that everyone is going to have this honor that I had to be on stage with, you know, a few hundred people watching. But I, I do think it makes sense for podcast hosts to set up the intro to a show as one-to-one -one conversation. Um, the irony is there are more people now listening to audio than ever before because it is so ubiquitously available. But there are also more people listening on headphones than ever before because headphones are now more ubiquitously available than used to be the case. So podcast hosts, I think, are well advised to remember that they are talking on a one-to-one -one basis with their listener. 
And I think even if you do an onstage event, that it's worth recasting the open after the fact or before the fact, whatever, in that in that one-to-one conversation with your listener before saying, okay, and now we take you on stage where, you know, several hundred people listen to this interview. I, I think every podcast should aspire to create that one-to-one bond with the listener. And again, I encourage hosts to think of the listener as that person you put your arm around and you're inviting into the, the conversation. If any of our listeners have a question for our podcast experts, please send me an email to podwell at rivet360.com. And until next time, pod well. Is that your, oh, that's my phone. Hold on. Use my phone, I guess. Okay. <laughs> told I told it not to use my phone and it's still using my phone. It explains that. Hi.